0: Welcome back to the Biz Alchemist podcast where we are meeting with amazing entrepreneurs and sharing their journey of transformation into living in their light and their truth and making that a business so they can aspire and help others. And I am so excited and grateful to have someone who I look up to and always have as an amazing life and business coach who's living in her truth. And that is Elizabeth Barber. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me, Fallon. I am so excited to talk about your new book, but before we dive into that, I want to share a little bit more about you with the audience. Elizabeth has been helping people integrate mind, body, spirit, wholeness for over 23 years, and I'm grateful to have been working with her for, I think it's been almost three years now with amazing offerings as an intuitive life and business coach, shamanic practitioner, speaker and author. As you will quickly realize, she is a creative force when it comes to releasing pain, healing wounds, transforming stories into new beginnings and celebrating the beauty and joy of life's milestones, which is one of the things that I love about her and Her emails and her energy, it's just always about celebration. And her new book is called Sacred Celebrations, Designing Rituals to Navigate Life's Milestone Transitions. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today. And then she also has an amazing book that's already been out called Smart Self-Care for Busy Women. Find the me time you crave. I think everybody needs that, obviously. <laughs> and just some like fun things about her. She is a five, one generator in human design. She's a Capricorn sun, Aquarius moon, and Scorpio rising like me. Yeah. And really <laughs> Um, shocker, I know. And she's an ESFJ on the Myers Briggs, and two with the three wing on the ideogram all the fun things.
1: <laughs> I know. I, I like give me all the personality assessments, right? You know,
0: I <laughs> love it so much. So I would love to hear about your journey to your gifts turning on, you turning into a business and then you writing this book. <laughs> oh, wow. Let's see.
1: Can I do that in a minute or less? Um... <laughs> you totally. You can do it so yeah so I've I've been doing this work for 23 years and as you are seeing as an entrepreneur too um it evolves and changes and morphs and grows over time and so where you start in one place shifts and then it shifts again and then it shifts again and um for me I like to think of it as a spiral really mm-hmm. um because it's you know we, we sort of have a completion of a cycle but then we level up And then we have another cycle and we complete that and then we level up. And so that certainly has been my experience. I mean, I think in 23 years in business, I've had like, I don't know, seven or eight websites,
0: (laughs) you know, because I I just keep changing.
1: But, but right, right, exactly. Make you feel better. It's okay to change. It's okay to change. Um, And in fact, it's not only okay to change, it's um, necessary. for your growth and evolution and for the growth and evolution of our, our, our clients, you know, that we've got to be changing and doing that as they are doing that. Um, so, yeah, so I, you know, I've been, I I, I became a coach back in the day when you told people you were a coach, I mean, literally like 2000, you were, I don't know, high school in 2000. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I've been around a while. And, um, you know, back in the day, people would say, what sport?" you know, you're a coach? What sport? And I'm like, no, no, no athletic bones in this body here. So Um, yeah, so coaching and doing the shamanic work um, and healing work, it's all just part of helping us live healthier, happier, and, and really more whole and integrated lives. And I know you do so much of that work too, Fallon, but it's about helping us take all these different aspects of who we are and integrating it into a whole so that we're congruent and aligned.
0: Absolutely. And I'm so grateful for all of your help with me and my life and my business. And I cannot wait for our upcoming journey.
1: Yes.
0: And it's just so helpful when you're stuck and you definitely are like the voice in my head when it comes to celebrating things. And I knew I was going to talk to you today, obviously, but you even popped in my brain this morning because I had like a celebratory thing financially. And it's really just like embodying that energy of celebration. And especially like, as we're going into the holidays and it's so funny, like being in the new reality I am with my life and business, like the whole Halloween energy was like very, very different. So that was kind of wild. So as we go into Thanksgiving and some of the other holidays, I would love to hear, you know, if someone is like they're having anxiety about all the things that they have to get done. And then also like, What are some things that you tell yourself or your clients of make sure you stay present for like this?
1: Yes. Yes. Well, and so I feel like I go like five different ways with that question there, but, you know, I think one of the most important celebrations that we can engage in on a regular basis is this practice of gratitude. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that's really what we want to be talking a lot about today, but is this idea that yes, life is hard and scary and overwhelming and the world is on fire right now. And, um, you know, both personally and in the collective, um, it, it's still a little chaotic, uh, and that's like putting it so mildly, <laughs> um, but it is this idea that when we can get present, and when we can get grounded and get back to the basics of what's important and what matters, and where is the beauty and the joy and the magic and meaning, even in the muck? Um, you know, one of my favorite sayings is um, "No mud, no lotus," right? And so we we need the mud, we need the hard times, we need the challenges um, to then bring forth the beauty.
0: I'm remembering the first time you told me that, and I'm getting like so emotional. It was like it was so amazing when you, the first time you told me that I loved it. Oh my god, thank you.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. It's it's really that idea that it's out of the challenging times that that's where the beauty Comes and the joy. And when we connect in with that on a regular basis by having regular gratitude practices. Um, so you're right. Yeah. Let's talk about that. I mean, let's talk about sort of what are daily things folks can do. Let's talk about things for the holidays. Um, but I'm going to ask you a question first. So what has been your experience with how gratitude has changed your life and perspective?
0: It's changed everything because i I mean, I grew up writing thank you notes, right? Like it's always been like a thing that I've done. But in you know the last few years since I've like really stepped into like the things that I want to bring into my life, it's just gratitude as a practice, like actually setting time for gratitude in the morning, setting time right before bed for it, and then like the stuff that you teach, right? It's just like celebrating and being grateful of every little thing. Like I am so grateful that my friend texted me today. The fact that we had this like amazing, crazy conversation about her asking me, and I put this on my Instagram if anyone wants to look at it. Um, She's like, did you send me a telepathic phone call on Saturday morning? And I was like, I sure did. And like, I celebrated that. I was like squealing and jumping up and down. And that's what we're meant to do. If I hadn't already been in the energy of gratitude, I don't know if I would have got that text. But I was literally sitting outside with my ceremonial cacao and I was just like so grateful for the birds. I'm so grateful for Gaia. Like I'm so grateful for this beautiful day in Atlanta. It's like already, It's like in the 70s and sunny. And, you know, just journaling is it's just like a non-negotiable. I bring my journal everywhere. I'm like a little kid with our stuffed animal. And that's what it's about, though, because like when you have that gratitude, it's like all these beautiful things start to come into your life. And that's what it's all about is like accessing our fullest potential. And you literally can't do that without being grateful and like setting time for gratitude in its essence, if that makes sense.
1: Well, yes. And and what you just said, I think, is really the key is when we when we operate from that place of an attitude of gratitude, we attract and invite more of that into our lives we invite more abundance and beauty and joy and love and opportunity and success and all of that because we're rooted in that place of being so grateful for what we already have um so and you know and we're obviously coming from a place of privilege um you know and living in a place where we can feel safe and you know, are supported by folks. Um, And certainly that's not everybody's experience. And yet, you know, when we go through challenging times and we feel unsteady or uncertain, going back to that gratitude practice is just so, so critical. Um, So you talked about, so let's talk about some of the ways that folks can um, have regular gratitude practice. Obviously journaling is one of the best. Um, I'm a big fan of writing it all out um, because what's, not only good about that, you know, it's good for your brain to handwrite it and put it in your journal, but it's also good then to go back and read it, mm-hmm. you know, to read it the next day or a week from now, or on a day when you're feeling really bummed and depressed or stressed out or overwhelmed. And then you just sit and you look at your gratitude journal and you go, oh, oh yeah, oh, well, yeah, I really do have a good life right now. Or there are some things in my life that are good, you know, even if your life feels like it's falling apart on the outside. Um, so it's about kind of anchoring back into that. Um, do
0: you reread yours? That's so funny. You said that because I didn't, and maybe that's something for us to dig into as me, the client, you, the coach, because I'm just like, when I'm done, I'm done. And it's so funny because my friend mailed me a journal yesterday. And like, normally I would finish my journals that I have now until the last page, but I'm kind of like, I just want to go into the new one. Like I want to jump timelines, Mm -hmm. like with my journal, (laughs) you can do that. Yes, absolutely. Trust your intuition on that. Yeah. I mean, it's pink and flowers. I'm like, give it to me. <laughs> but um, it's funny. And, and again, like,
1: it's such a simple thing, right? Like your friend sends you the journal and it's pink and flowers. You're like, okay, oh, this is so great. Must have it. Yeah. Um, such a little thing, but can really shift your vibration.
0: Yeah. And a lot of things I journal about, I, I, use this like affirmations. And so if I'm like, I don't obviously drive that much manifesting travel more. Um, so when I am in my car and I'm just like wanting to spend time with myself in my car, who's very magical. And you helped me with also, I like to repeat the things that I think that I wrote. And it's also just kind of like a fun brain memory test too. Um, it's just kind of fun.
1: That's great. I love that. Um, So let me tell you about some other gratitude things that you may already do, um, but I have some clients who do some of these that are really a lot of fun. So um, one in particular, she will text her bestie every day and they'll do three gratitude things. And so they just have it back and forth every day. Just three things.
0: Really doing that for the rest of my life. Thank you.
1: (laughs) Yep. It's really easy, but it's an... not, not only does it get you in the space, but there's an accountability piece because you know that your your accountability buddy is waiting. Yeah. And then they also know that, oh, well, when she sends me hers, I've got to do mine. So it's just, you know, a built in way to show up better in that space. Okay. Um, another thing I know you and I, one of the things we share is a love of crystals. And um, I know like I have a little I have a little I'll show. you I have a little hematite. A little hematite heart here. Oh, look, it goes with my heart on my hand.
0: <laughs> hey, Mini knee of your painting. <laughs> it is so
1: I didn't realize that. I've never done that before to, to hold it up. But yeah, it is. And so I carry this in my pocket almost every day. I love hematite just because it's, you know, so grounding. And um, but yeah, and you know, I, I pick it up and I, I'll go, oh, that's right. Okay, I'm thankful for this. So it's kind of like my little gratitude heart. Um, and, and you can do that with any stone or any crystal. I mean, I know you have a gazillion in your house too, so <laughs> Yeah. And it can be the same one or you can change it out every day, but just as a reminder, like, oh, I'm gonna slip this in my pocket or in my purse or have it sitting on my desk. And every time I pick it up, it's a reminder. You know, it serves as a talisman. It's like this reminder to be like, okay, let me just like say gratitude real quick and then get on with your day. Yeah. Um, some other things, some things that work well with families too. So I have an exa- one of the examples in my book. Uh, is from one of my coaching clients from many years ago. She was raising teenagers. She had two teenagers at home and she said, oh my gosh, you know, they're just so ungrateful right now. And they're acting entitled and like, I just don't know what to do with them. And so we talked about the idea of doing a gratitude jar where you just get an empty jar or a bowl or box, you know, it doesn't matter what it is. Um, And then you have slips of paper out and you keep, you know, pens near it. Maybe you keep it in on the kitchen counter or, you know, someplace in your family where people are going to walk by it on a regular basis. And the idea was to encourage every member of the family to write down, you know, every day or a couple times a week, something that they were grateful for specifically that someone else in the family did. Aww. So it was like, oh, you know, thanks mom for emptying the dishwasher for me, even though it was really my turn. Um, or thanks sibling for making my lunch because I was running late the other day to school. And so thanks for, you know, making my (laughs) PB&J, you know, like simple things. It doesn't have to be like, you know, big world changing things. But, um, and so what happened, what she found is she said, you know, the first couple of weeks, my family was like, you know, this is stupid. You know, why am I doing that? She said, but over time, because she was persistent and was consistent with it. And she said, over time, it got to the place where every Sunday night when they would sit down and they would open up all of the things that people had written, people really got into it and they got really present. And she said it re, it was so subtle, but to see the shift in the teenagers was remarkable.
0: Amazing. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love that so much.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So I think that so that's to me is a really fun one when you're living in a house with a bunch of other people, Um, especially I'm about to have a teenager. So
0: um... (laughs) I'm so excited for you. Riley's so good, though. She's like an angel, like literally.
1: (laughs) She is. Let me tell you, she's a little teacher. Um, She is my teacher, one of my greatest teachers, actually. So, Um, in fact, I dedicated my book to her
0: so precious. I love that.
1: I know. I know. Um, let's see other things, um, for gratitude. Well, and you might participate in this as well. So I have a Facebook group called sacred celebrations, um, which any of your folks are welcome to join just Google um, Facebook group, group. sacred celebrations. And, um, and every Tuesday I will make a little post and I'll say, okay, Tuesday gratitude time, what you got? And um and it's always good and I, I'm in a bunch of other groups that do that as well. And it's funny, even though I do it in my own group, I tend to comment on theirs <laughs> and the other ones because I like engaging with other people and seeing, well, what are their gratitudes? You know, people maybe I don't know as well. They're not necessarily my community, but I'm a part of another community. And it's always neat to see what people write. You know, sometimes it's the simple things, like you said, it's like the the sunrise or the nice weather or my cup of tea or, you know, whatever it is. And other times it's the big things like, you know, my grandparents came to visit me or, um, you know, I got to sit with someone who was sick or I got to volunteer or I had a big win at work or, you know, whatever it is. Um, But yeah, just stopping to not only pause and write out your gratitudes and have it be witnessed publicly but then also to see what are other people grateful for. Cause then you're like, oh yeah, I'm gratitude for I'm grateful for that too. You know, oh yeah, I heard the birds singing this morning too. Or oh yeah, my neighbor was really nice. Or oh yeah, my friend brought me that, you know, cupcake out of the blue. You know, because who doesn't love random cupcakes? Ah,
0: uh, that's also a great idea. So many amazing ideas. I cannot wait to implement them. <laughs>
1: so um
0: it's just like so magical.
1: Yeah. Um, so Yeah. So those are some thoughts. Anything else to add to that?
0: I think a lot of people listening are like, yeah, those are great ideas. Like I'm going to get right to that, but like, no, like grab, you know, put this on pause, like put it in your phone. Like this is something I'm doing set an alarm. Like it's these little things that make a difference. I, I mean, every time I do something or think something of how grateful I am for X, Y, Z, like something really amazing happens. And it's just so important for us to really understand the power of our heart-brain connection and gratitude and forgiveness go hand in hand. And if we really make that a daily practice, especially with our families, like just miracles.
1: Yes, it's so true. Have you read the
0: book uh, Atomic Habits? I have not. And everyone tells me to, and I have not read it yet. So yes. So really, really. Yes.
1: So one of the things that he teaches in Atomic Habits is he talks about habit stacking. And so he'll say where you already have an established habit, go ahead and add something else with it. So this is a great example of that. If you don't already have a regular gratitude practice, you can say, OK, well, every night when I brush my teeth, I'm going to while I'm brushing my teeth, I can say in my head, oh, you know, where are all the things that I'm grateful for today. Um, Or maybe if you have kids and you're tucking them into bed every night and maybe you say prayers before you go to bed with your kids, you can add in a little gratitude piece. Say, hey, before we say our prayers, what are three things that we're grateful for that happened today? Um, you know, if you sit down as a family or with a friend or even by yourself, um, you know, either eating a meal at home or eating out in a restaurant, just stop and go, OK, what are you know, what's one or two things I'm grateful for right now in this moment before you move on? You know, it's just kind of that taking that that pause or that breath to get yourself still still and present to do that.
0: So I love that. Yeah. I mean, if every person like sat down and was grateful especially of what they were eating like you're blessing and charging the food and that's really magical especially if you're eating something that's like a treat right like the cupcake that your friend brought over and you're like man this is gonna be so good when i'm you know watching my show or whatever just like taking a few breaths and be like wow like i'm so grateful for this cupcake i'm so grateful this person dropped it off like i'm so grateful for whatever they could have been doing in their day. They decided to like, give me this beautiful blessing. And then that cupcake that may have gluten, dairy, and sugar and all these things in it becomes a magical healing property because you've charged it with gratitude.
1: Yes, yes. And so
0: much better to do
1: that as opposed to going... I really shouldn't be eating this, but I'm going to go ahead and do it anyway. Cause I, I really want it, you yeah. know, and like, oh, I'm so terrible. And oh, I had a cupcake yesterday. It's like, no, no, I, I'm just going to appreciate a
0: little cupcake. <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah. That's a great so example for preparing for the holidays, especially if someone has like an awkward situation with their family, I don't like the gratitude jar, I feel like is like a big stretch, but I've seen it happen. I've been at gatherings where I'm like, we're doing this thing. And everyone's like, this is weird. And I'm like, but we're still doing it. Cause I said, so Yes. <laughs> and then it worked out. I guess I'm just like wanting people to like, feel more confident. Like if you're like, I want to do these things. And I know that there's going to be that like moment where it feels awkward and weird. And I don't want to say it. And I have this conflict avoidance, whatever, Just do it.
1: Uh, That's so true. And, you know, what I would say to add to that, especially if you are at a gathering, is enroll the children. Mm -hmm. Because the children don't have the uh, the filter about like, oh, we shouldn't be doing this or this is stupid. They don't have judgment about it. They're like, oh, we get to say thank you for something yay! like, you know, like kids are so innocent, especially the really, really little. Um, but so yeah, if if you are in a situation and if there's little kids around, I would say start with the kids and go around and whisper and say, Okay, we're gonna do something at the dinner table. Like, you know, yeah. let's talk about Thanksgiving coming up, you know, American Thanksgiving coming up. You know, it's like you go around to all the kids and say, Okay. So I'm going to introduce this thing at dinner, but I really need your help because, you know, some of the grownups can be a little grumpy puss yeah. and, you know, we, we we want to help dispel them of that. And so I need your help. So I'm going to make this suggestion. And then I want you to be thinking about what are your what are your things you want to be thankful for? And, the, and then the kids are going to be like, oh, so then when they get to the table, they're ready to go like they're ready to rock and roll. So.
0: I love that. I'm excited to have more kids around because they do want to do that, and like I'm all about playing and all that fun stuff. So
1: yes, and if you don't have kids of your own, you know, borrow them from your friends or you know cousins or other people that you know. Um, you know, something us talking about this reminds me about something. So I had just moved to Asheville for the first time. So I live in Asheville, North Carolina now. Um, but I moved for moved to Asheville, North Carolina for the first time in 2001. Right. Before 9 11. Mm. And so I moved here that summer, and then 9 11 happened. And, you know, obviously, you know, it was a devastating time for all of us. And I didn't have a lot of friends. I had a new group of people that I was hanging out with, but they didn't know me very well. And so I invited them to come to my house. And I said, you know, let's have a meal together and let's talk about what's happening and how everybody is feeling and I'll never forget so we i had maybe maybe 8 or 10 people sitting around my dining room table and you know it was potluck, and people brought food and stuff. Um, but I did a gratitude circle, and I said, "Hey, before we begin this discussion, let's everybody go around and we'll say one thing we're grateful for." And I will never forget my friend Randall saying, "You know," and people were talking about like you know big things. I like, am grateful for my family and love and whatever. And we had made asparagus for dinner, and Randall picks up a, a stalk of asparagus. He's like, "I am grateful for asparagus." And I mean, it was oh, so okay. hilarious. <laughs> like everybody just bust out laughing, but like such a simple thing, like yeah. being grateful for a really yummy, delicious asparagus that's good for us.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. Like was- when people know how to cook asparagus, right. Oh my God. So good. <laughs> I know. I know.
1: But you know, it's this little thing. So, and, and, you know, also realizing that gratitude doesn't always have to be, you know, serious or solemn. It can be fun and playful and bright. And, and that's, I think where the kid element can be really fun too. Cause you know, they're grateful for, you know, silly putty and glitter and, you know, puppy kisses and, you know, that kind of stuff that we grown up sometimes forget about. So
0: absolutely. So I don't know if you've seen it, but I wanted to share, there's this amazing, adorable video that's been out and it's just like a reel, and it's an adult asking a child, a bunch of different children. Like if you could change one thing about your body, what would it be? And it was like, I wish I had a mermaid tail. I wish I had a mouth like a shark, like all of these things. And they had to think really hard of like what they would want to change about their body. And especially for me and a lot of women, like our journey with like our bodies and dysmorphia and all that stuff, like that video, like changed my life. (laughs) I was like, I was that kid. Like if someone asked me, what would you change? I'd be like, I want a mermaid tail and I want to live in water and have people bring me my food. Like, that's what I want. (laughs)
1: I have not seen that, actually. It's I would love so to, though. Cute. And and that's such a great example, right, about why we need to have um, different perspectives and also different generations, too. So and that's such a great example about children, right? Like they get magical and real creative, but also our elders do as well. Mm-hmm. You know, you talk with, you know, your grandparents or great grandparents or your, your elderly neighbor, and they're going to have a completely different take on things than you know than those of us who are of a different age. So yeah, so that's why I think intergenerational friendships are so important as well too. Um because we learn so much from each other.
0: Yeah. 100%, yay. Yeah. So I'm going to put all the links below so people can get access to your book but I'm super, okay. super excited to get into it.
1: Cool. Thank you. I'm super excited about it. Um can I say like two things about it? <laughs>
0: you want. I'm
1: so excited. Thank you. So so it's called Sacred Celebrations. And it's it's all about designing rituals to navigate life's big transitions that we have. And I actually started writing it, believe it or not, almost seven years ago when my mom passed away. It's been that long. It's taken me that long. So now the book has actually been written for probably a year and a half. um, But with my publisher and my move and everything that's happened, it took us a while. So it probably took me about five years to write it. And um, and that's because, you know, I was, you know, had a coaching practice and raising a kid and moving and, you know, all the things. Yeah. Um, But but what I realized. In in fact, I'm just sort of realizing this now as we're talking about it. Um, My opening story is the story about my mother's death, actually, and about her process of letting go of her earthly body and making her transition and some of the um, rituals that I did to help support her on that journey. And it's really it's all about gratitude. It's about my gratitude for being able to be her death doula for lack of a better word, um, and help to steward her through that transition. And um, so all of the stories in the book, I mean, some are mine, but I have a ton that are from clients and friends and neighbors and colleagues. Um, and it's just different people telling their stories of celebration and ritual and things that have helped them navigate changes in life. So and gratitude is certainly one of them. But you know, there's so many others too. So
0: I love that it's so important, because you know, like you and I, like you'll give me this amazing insight and like just life-changing information when I'm feeling stuck through the journeys that you do. And there's always a celebration after there's always a ritual. There's always something so that I can release and make space for more. And it's always just so beautiful how it kind of like unfolds.
1: Good. Well, thank you. Well, I love working with you and I love knowing you all these years and it's so excited to see, you know, what you're doing and how you're impacting people's lives too. So keep doing what you're doing, girl.
0: Thank you. And I'm really, I like, I'm still kind of processing that, like how long the book has been like in its birthing process. Your life is so different from a year ago, let alone like five years ago.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Well, yeah. And, and you want to talk about gratitude, um, you know,
1: my car accident, um, I had, you know, for your listeners, I had a near fatal car accident in May of this year and, um, the recovery has been long and arduous. Um, and I am grateful every damn day that I'm still here. Um, and you know, it's, uh, it's a miracle that I'm still here and, you know, I really believe in miracles now. I mean, I did before, kinda, but then when you live through something like that, it's like, okay, like
0: clearly there's a greater purpose for why I'm still here. So wow. um, I don't know if you knew this, but like your best friend and I had a scheduled call just to kind of check in. Yeah. And she like just texted me and she's like, My best friend was just in a car accident. And I knew it was you. <gasps> and heart sunk, but then I was like, I didn't know that. Elizabeth, she's gonna be okay she's gonna be better than okay. Like I just like knew. And then when you told the story of you literally leaving your body and being like, Nope, like going back, like have to come back to earth and like do the damn thing. I was like, of course that's what happened. Like it, it was just wild. Like, like I just feel like a normal person or the old me would have been like super traumatized and like so upset. And then I was like, Nope, she's going to be okay. Wow. this trippy. That's- that's really cool. You
1: never told me that. That's yeah. really that. That's neat to know. That good.
0: They have a Manny Jenny I'm like that feels like a million years <laughs> ago. It's only a few months ago.
1: I know lots happened in six months. Yeah, the the timeline is is speeding up for all of us. One hundred percent.
0: One hundred percent. Well, I am so grateful for you writing another book because I know the first one was amazing. <laughs> And I love that it's called sacred celebrations. Cause that's also your gift line. So if you are into amazing jewelry and you want it blessed by a beautiful soul, like you can always go to sacred celebration gifts and I'll put all the links obviously below for you guys to get access to all of the things and get in Elizabeth's beautiful world. It's a wonderful place to be. I love her emails. The one today was so perfect. It was so cool that I got to see it before we got on together.
1: Oh, good. Good, good, good. I'm glad it resonated. I already heard from a couple people this morning. They're like, this one was really good. I'm like, Like, it's hit or miss. You never know,
0: right? Some days it lands and some days it doesn't. So So many amazing nuggets. I'm so grateful. I can't wait to do the gratitude texting stuff with my friends. It's going to be so fun.
1: Good. Awesome. All right. Well,
0: thank you so much for having me on. Um,
1: As always, I love talking with you and love the good work you're doing in the world with all of your listeners and followers and clients as well. So
0: thanks. thanks. I appreciate that. I'm so excited about my journey coming up. So if you're not following me on Instagram, be sure to do that because I will be sharing whatever pops up and I'll be going live a lot more too now that I am fully out of the spiritual closet. And if you liked this and you're listening on Spotify or Apple, please snapshot and tag me and Elizabeth. That would be amazing. And then also, if you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe. That would be super amazing. But I'm sending everyone so much love. I've been sending you so much love this whole time. And Elizabeth has too. And we are just so grateful for everyone here. And I'm just so grateful for you, Elizabeth.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much, Fallon.
0: Take care, everybody. Thanks. Bye. Bye. See you time.